welcome to the Harmonics Podcast. Hey. We're sitting Woo-hoo. on a couch. Half of us. Half, half of us. us. We're sitting on half of a couch? No, yep. half. Half. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. We're half, half on a couch. Three of us are sitting We're each one butt cheek on, on a couch. couch. Yeah. All the couches the, half off. The rest of us are only using the edge. <laughs> yeah. Because that's all you need. Yep. Yeah. You'll buy the full price. The Harmonics the Podcast. Couch. Pay, Friday, Friday, pay Friday. For the whole couch, but you'll only need the edge. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a joke, guys. Yeah. You're not paying for this podcast. <laughs> Still free. Always going to be free. Yeah. Well, That's don't our make promise any promises. Well, we may pay you for this one. <laughs> yeah. Contact Sean Baptiste on Twitter. He will send you a, uh, an envelope. It's Shawnee B at makeupclub.com. It's called at J E F F G R E E N. And he will take care of you. That's how emails work. Yeah. So, Pope, what's up this week? So, this week, we uh, we thought it would be fun, Mm. and it's already proven wildly wrong (laughs) before we even started. Maybe fun to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It wasn't fun to talk about. To talk about everyone's top five favorite front men or women, front persons. Front people. We'll say front men, but know that we mean gender normative. It's not, it doesn't mean just men, but front men is like the, the the, yeah. Yeah. That's what it means. So we got a crew here. We got Drake. Yep. Christine. Hi. Fish McGill. Hello. Aaron Trites. Hey, Sean. Ah! And myself. Oh, God. Nick <laughs> bowed out because he was too busy. Jess bowed out because she doesn't know front men. <laughs> which was an amazing, <laughs> amazingly stupid response. Yeah. And Annette is apparently Shepherding babysitting children. teenagers yeah. right now. Teenagers who love science. Story of her life. So none of them speak. They all yeah. just stare at her as like, and they're all paralyzed with fear. <laughs> as she like is a You're dancing. You're a mammal. A dancing mammal girl. <laughs> all right, so... <sighs> Why are you started... so exasperated? No, Do you want to talk about the terms of why this is such a conflict? So yeah. I was I was doing this, this stuff this morning, and then Sean comes in, and he's like, so, oh, we're doing a podcast today. What's the deal? And Aaron's like, oh, we're doing uh, front men. And he says, for bands? And I'm like, what else? <laughs> what else would you be a front man for? Like, oh, like a, an said, army? Yeah. Or parade? The front man <laughs> in a parade? Or, you know, like you could be like, a front man, like a man who sets up fronts for businesses, like yeah. an illegal crime yeah. organization. <laughs> yes. yeah. Like, oh, I'm the guy who runs the laundromat that is actually just actually laundering money for the mob. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like actually or a very professional launderer. It could be a disease where you're afraid to show your back. Yeah. So I engaged in this about a minute and a half, and I finally was like, I, I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. Whatever you want to bring, bring it. And then so I sent an email to remind everybody, and I made the, the terrible mistake... Mm-hmm. Of being like, <laughs> I wasn't on that email. No, you're lucky. <laughs> Which is hilarious. If you want, you can include solo artists if you want to make that argument. Just, yeah. to, I just wanted to make it more open. That was also completely waffling on your previous discussion with just me that morning, which was no solo artists, and I said, a duh. <laughs> <laughs> And then it became this thing. Christine has very strong opinions. Christine's wrong. <laughs> very strong, wrong opinions. Strong, strong, wrong. Yeah, strong, wrong, wrong. The strong, w, the w is silent. Strong. Yeah. Strong. It's 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 the the new the new uh, what's the Lance Armstrong yeah. thing? Live strong. Strong. <laughs> so so to my mind, like for my personal list, I didn't put anybody on that I thought could exist. It, not that they couldn't exist independently of a band, but someone like, say, Huey Lewis. Oh, giving away the, the goods already. No, huh? no, not, right. no, no. No, he's saying not he didn't want Huey Lewis on his so list. Like, with a band. So, like, Huey Lewis is backed by a band. What are they called? The News. That's right. So, wait. A duh. Therefore, he is a front man. Yeah. So, he, he is, <laughs> he is, to my mind, a solo artist who is backed by a band. What? You say no. the news are hired guns who are just there to hang out with you. They Lewis? are his band. Your, your band. news. So James your, Brown your is. E he's like. Band. Yeah. He's yeah. Okay. So you're saying anything with and. So you're saying Bruce Springsteen block. is not a front man. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. But that's practically wrong. speaking, that's, that's goddamn wrong. incorrect. That is so he's wrong. So he's one of the. <laughs> All what's, this is, is what's the this, name of the band? This comes the down East Street Band. This Bruce comes from oh, so Bruce Springsteen. So Bruce Springsteen is in the East this Street Band. This is semantics. No, no, hold on. But if anything, he is the ultimate frontman because yes. he's so out front that his name he gets actually his own comes name. first. Same thing with Huey but Lewis. But it doesn't mean that. Like, so I'll I'll differentiate for you that like like 
Morris Day in the Time, Huey Lewis the News, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band are like frontmen with the band. Now, on the flip side of that, there are definitely like frontmen, like like someone brought up Prince and the Revolution, which you know that immediately you said like iconic artists, and immediately I wrote Prince down on my list. I didn't even yeah. look at what the the yeah. standards were. Yeah. I write him down for everything. Yeah. But that like Same the news. Revolution has had like dozens of members over the yeah. years, and they swapped in and out. It's not like a fixed number of people. Versus Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, where. The Heartbreakers are like actually like the same group of guys, yeah, and like right. when they do a re- I mean, except for the ones who like died and had to be replaced. But the did anyone die in the Heartbreakers? No, no didn't they? No, didn't I the drummer die? I believe they're all alive and well. Okay, anyway, Live Heartbreaker <laughs> did like, suffer a broken leg and had to leave the yeah, tour for a he while. Was, he was, yeah, he was turning into glue. The uh, <laughs> the anyway, all I'm saying is that I think I think for the purposes of this argument, we can make whatever dumb semantic decision you want. <laughs> But I would argue that those people are definitely front men. Yes. It makes this it makes this test a little less interesting to make to include them because it's like they're super front men. But yeah, they're super front men. Right. They're super front men. I well, th- that was for me personally. Otherwise, you're just asking for lead singers. I didn't include any <laughs> super front men because I have someone point, who's not a lead singer. He's just the person who fronts the band. Is it Jeff a, Beck? No, Ben Carr. It's the person who is the most like front person for it's that ben band, Carr. even if they're behind everybody. Is it a drummer? It's a lighting it's guy. Cryptic. Okay, it's a lighting guy. <laughs> it's a lighting guy. Best what? boy. All right, so why don't we? So this has been my day so far. <laughs> it's, this it's been the dumbest record store fight yeah. we've had in a while. So yeah. why don't we jump into it though Very and just and let people yep. fight about it while we're going through the list? You can debate the merits of each individual person, yeah. but I think there's one on here we're probably all going to. That's what agree I was going to start with. Let's start with there. And I don't think anyone will disagree. Uh, Freddie Mercury. Right. Yeah. I didn't write him down, but that's sort a great choice. I didn't write him down because I knew it was a quintessential frontman. It goes almost without yeah. saying. Number one. Quintessential. Yeah. Um, so we're going to just call that a pass? Like, that's going to be. Is that on your list? So it's going to be Freddie Mercury, yeah, a I, duh. Right. And Stop then... saying a duh. <laughs> <laughs> or I will murder you. I'm an a hole, aren't you? <laughs> were you in that call? Oh, you were in that meeting earlier yeah, today. I got called an a hole in a we meeting. We decided that's going to be our new, our new uh, inside joke. <laughs> I got called out in that, in that Dan Central meeting also with that exact, almost exact same really? phrasing. Wow. Yeah. Really? Same wow. person? Making it a meme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so so are we just calling that like the obvious choice? Stop and then, bothering uh, Nick. Get out of here, DPR. Get, no who is way. that? No, he's gonna, can't Get out of here. I can't see you. <laughs> We've got intruders in our sound booth. Intruders. Distracting from the delicate mix that is yeah, listening the delicate, to this podcast. Delicate mix. <laughs> yeah, he's diddling. Yeah. Anyway, so what were we talking well, about? Let, so maybe let's talk about Freddie Mercury for a second sure. as a qualifier for what we think of the quintessential frontman. So he fronts the band Queen, yes. obviously. Yeah. Uh, but he's not just a singer. No, he brings this element of, of, of performance to the entire thing. The, the, like flair. There's he puts Cat on suits. a sh- puts on a show. Here's the thing: he doesn't distract from your enjoyment of the sounds on stage, right. but visually, you were expected to have your eyes drawn to him at every at every moment. Yep. Like yeah. he is the front man in that respect. Unless he's choosing to highlight somebody else by like putting Brian May out front to yep. like play a guitar solo that explains how the cosmos yeah. work because he's like, <laughs> astrophysicist. Yes. <laughs> Blows my mind. So, yeah. like, if you watch a Live Aid uh, video, like, Freddie owns that stage. That's right. sort of the thing. The front man, like, owns the stage. Right. He can still be part of the unit of the yeah. band. Right. Um, but the record that came out wasn't Freddie Mercury's yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. It was Queen's Bohemian right. Rhapsody, yeah, right. sung by Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And I think also helping in his favor is that he wrote a ton of the songs, played multiple instruments, piano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just a, a mouthpiece. So the uh, uh, the showmanship for me is showmanship kind of is huge. What defined my choices of frontmen? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, me too. Not just like the the voice or you know their their role in the band, whether or not they played an instrument or not. Yeah. Um, right. But just like that kind of weird mix of uh, like singer and carnival barker. Right. Right. Uh, like just kind of this weird performative aspect. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Something that takes the song to a different level. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that'll be uh, our Well, pass. you wanted a more in-depth response. Don't be an your, a-hole! You're not pointing So we're all agreed. Show's over. Show's over. <laughs> D- and right. done. So I'm going to start with a deeper cut. Um, and I have sadly never had the pleasure of seeing these guys live. Mm. Uh, but heard so many stories, so many firsthand accounts. Um, Angelo Moore, uh, the singer... Sax player for the band Fishbone. Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, yes. I've seen tons of footage and just heard other people's accounts, and like even Kurt Davis, who works with us, probably the most cynical, uh, opinionated man a front when it man comes in his to own, music. Right? Yep. yep. Front man for yes. the Conks one, and one. Bullet Lavolta, <laughs> a great front man. Uh, Crazy he said, front. Incredible front man. Best 
best live show he ever saw was Fishbowl. Wow. So wow. that's pretty high praise. Um, that's high praise. Yeah, I was going to say, thanks for not doing a Nicholas Cage voice. You got the diddler on your side for that one. He's, he's giving you a fist bump. But yeah, just crazy, crazy, crazy energy, crazy showmanship. Uh, there's a great documentary on Netflix right now called Everyday Sunshine about the band, mm. which uh, gives you a ton of old footage and like, I think they have footage of like their first show even, and like every mic stand on stage was knocked over within three seconds because they're all over the place and he's jumping into the crowd, jumping off balconies, all that yeah. stuff. So it's basically like an ECW yes. match. Yeah. Yes. E band. Yes. He's the new Far jack of music. <laughs> yep. All right. So that's mine. Angela Moore. Look at Angela up, guys. Moore. I am going for my first selection, and these are in no particular order. Okay. I think I think we all can say that. Uh, David Byrne of the Talking oh, Heads. Oh, nice. You suck. Because <laughs> why? It's on my list. Oh, that's okay. Uh, it should be. We're going to agree on yeah, some stuff. We'll have some agreements. Um, David Byrne's incredible. Like he, the just the performance he brought to the songs. How much he thought of the songs in terms of their. Um, Theatricality. Uh-huh. Uh, if you see, if you don't know a lot about the Talking Heads, first of all, they are one of my favorite bands. I've said that before. But uh, if you see their concert video, Stop Making Sense, it will change your brain. How it's, much of your decision was based on his selection of gigantic jackets? Almost all of it. <laughs> <laughs> really he, big clothes. He's also a band. So there's a distinction between band leader and front man, and he's yeah. also a great band leader. Like, he, yep. like... Shaped a sound and yep. shaped a yep. art art sensibility around their music and wrote the lyrics and yep. you know he's a pretty important dude all the way around. Which is point. why I think band leaders should factor into frontman. So James Brown or right. George Clinton, I think great band leaders also a good frontman. Yep. I mean James Brown. I mean George Clinton's a better band leader, band leader than, than he's a frontman. Yeah. Exactly. James Brown is a better frontman than he's a band leader. Like yeah. yep. there you go. Boom. Did you have more to say about David Byrne since you had the same? No, just that he's also like a really iconic dude in terms of like defining an entire genre of sort of post-punk, dancey music and his and world music. Yeah, and we're yes. bringing he's world like, music in and bringing like synthesizers in in a very different yeah. way. And him and Brian Eno working together, but it's you know I think it's David Byrne is a really is a strong choice. Yeah, and he is what you think of when you think of the Talking Heads. Like I can picture some of the other members of the Talking Heads in my brain, but, like, David Byrne is the, instantly the image yeah. that I think of when I think of the Talking I Heads. I totally. instantly, uh, the, of him projected on the ground singing and burning down the house yep. in, in the music video when he, they had the, like, they're projecting his face onto the ground and it's just him with his mouth open. Yep. Spoilers for burning down the house. Yeah, sorry. That's how burning down the house ends. The house right. burns down and <laughs> duh. people's, uh, duh. <laughs> kind of hole <laughs> so so that's that's mine, David yeah. Byrne. Cool. Alright, let's hear it, Aaron. I bet you got a deep, like hardcore cut. No, I um oh. I tried deliberately to stay uh, to steer clear of uh, of hardcore cuts. Okay. Um only because they are very important to me or very important in like a like the the hardcore microcosm, um, but like in the context of all music. Uh, harder to argue uh, that like rabies from Warzone is one of the greatest frontmen of all time. So you're going <laughs> with Gigi Allen, yeah, because he wore construction gloves and played at CBGBs a lot. Like that's, Dumb. I don't think good enough yeah. to make to make this list. Um, but uh, I did have, I, I dropped my phone. Now I, I'm okay. I got it. Don't worry, I got it. You were building up to someone's name. Do you I, remember whose name it was? I was. <laughs> I was. Or do you need that phone to remember I, the I had, your first of five options? I had to phone a friend. <laughs> I had to call him directly. Um, I did put uh, a few uh, a few punks on yeah. the list, though. And I put uh, Mr. Iggy Pop. Yes, uh, okay. absolutely. Of, of the Stooges. Stooges. Yes. Yeah. Not for his solo work. No. Because that would be ridiculous. Because that would be wrong. Yeah. Unacceptable. And, uh, Unacceptable. <laughs> Duh. Only for his work on Funhouse. But no, and, and also more importantly, because of the stuff with the Stooges was so much more important than his stuff like as a solo artist. Wow. Oh yeah, I would. I mean, I agree. I would, he's oh, right behind. I would actually, agree with he's that. Upset. I agree oh, with yeah. you in in. I agree with you in practice, but his career duration with the Stooges oh, is yeah. like three years, four years versus yeah. like a forty year career. Although their the reunion tour a few years ago yeah. was no, nope, it didn't, awesome. didn't happen. Yeah. Yes, it did. No, nope, I didn't get to go to it. It didn't. Oh, happen. I, I see. <laughs> nope. I see how that works. <laughs> nope. Shows that I don't get to go to don't exist. He he still puts on a good show. He does. He um, still takes off his shirt. But uh, the, the actually, st- I don't think he ever wears a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> the, he doesn't own a single one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, the uh, the stuff that he did with the Stooges, like 
they without Iggy Pop would have been like a very important band, uh, like for the Detroit rock sound and like prototypical punk stuff. Uh, but then having Iggy Pop as like this wild shirtless maniac, like cutting up his chest with steel wool and shoving peanut butter down his pants was like <laughs> such a crazy defining figure uh, for for the entire like Ew. punk and hard yeah, rock. Totally sound. shaped what became punk. Like. Yeah. To to, to to be a punk frontman, you had to try to match Iggy Pop. Yeah, and he was he was not he was not cool. Like he was like such a weird, lanky, just awkward maniac, mm-hmm. and somehow like teamed up with these dudes in the Stooges who were like harder than hard. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, all right, we'll just put these two weird people together, and then uh, yeah, we'll just make a band. We'll just make a band of it. Yeah. And, and I like that he doesn't necessarily fit into the mold of the rest of the band and that he kind of like as a front man stood apart from them a bit which is cool. true about our, uh, pretty much everyone we've named so far yep. yeah yep fish mcgill my wife took me to see the mark sandman documentary this weekend oh, and i have yeah. to put him on the list as he has a square in central square from morphine from, from morphine. morphine yep plays a two-spring race he can sing super weird Really innovative. <laughs> yeah. You never listen to Morphine. It's super weird, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's one of the more so important good. bands to come out of Boston. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like they yeah. they were not like a huge international superstars. No, it wasn't but, like, like they sold a lot of records, but a lot of bands formed because they yeah. listened to Morphine. And they like ran a recording studio for a while, and so like yeah. it just became like high and dry became a thing that people yep. were working at. And, and I didn't realize this, but like watching the movie, they showed all the movies that licensed their music. Yeah. It was yeah. like. Tons like Wild Things, Sopranos, yeah, all sorts of cool movies yeah. have their sound in it. It's an underground hit. You want to name check a band in your next record store conversation? Seem like a total badass. Morphine's Morphine not a bad band. Is either. a good one. Check out their the Buena Buena is a good entry track. To, if yeah, you're they're a band I've always been told I would like, and I've never actually you would. You I've never really stopped. And uh, they were they have a they sex they have a sex crazy. player. Yeah, the, the <laughs> documentaries at the the Brattle for yeah like, the rest of the week. Yeah, I played yeah. at IFF too, and I missed it, but. Totally worth seeing. Yep. It's cool. Yep. Cool. Cool guy. So speaking of uh, deep cuts that we won't know, Christine. Here comes the butt rock. <laughs> no. Come on. Here comes the butt rock. My, so my first choice that I'm going to go with is actually much more mainstream, more predictable, uh, Dave Grohl. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well played. I, so I haven't gotten the chance to see Foo Fighters live yet. So I'm going good. in September, and I'm super excited. Nice. But um, I've watched so much of their live stuff, and I'm like seen a lot of interviews with him where he didn't actually really want to be a frontman. Like he just wanted to make music and yeah. just wanted to like be a part of the band. But as the years have gone by, he's kind of grown into this frontman role and become more like more of that Freddie Mercury like engaging with the audience and like being the visual focus point of what's going on on stage. And it, it didn't seem like he used to really want to be interested in that. He is a so that's a great choice because Dave Grohl is like is the Foo Fighters in a lot of different ways and. I don't know how much I believe he didn't want to be a frontman because I think that every drummer, as a drummer, every drummer wants to be on the front stage. That's why so many drummers don't play drums in a rock band, but the uh, they never get a chance. It's interesting to debate if he's actually a great frontman or not because I'd say he's definitely lead singer. He's definitely the band leader. He's definitely like the guy you're looking at on stage. But having seen seen the Foo Fighters, like he's just like a killer rock star. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess I am simultaneously in awe of your choice and maybe disagree with it. Like I kind of can't decide I think if I disagree with it. You just want to disagree with me. I'm just <laughs> mad. At you. I'm mad at you from the email thread we had earlier today. But like, like you know, I he, agree he doesn't like it. put I his guitar down a lot and like yeah. parade around and stuff. No. He's very Jumping much like around and right. running around. But he is unbelievable yeah. live, and he will also just talk to a crowd of forty thousand people. Like, and you will six be, of you. and you will yeah. just probably be watching him most of the yes. time too. Where. Yeah, he yeah. has that yeah. sort of charisma. Yeah. And I think the other part of why I chose him was his offstage uh, like persona yeah. of where he's very vocal about talking about rock music and what rock music means. I mean, we yeah. had a discussion about this with Rock Band, his thing at the Grammys that people got upset about. Yeah. Where he wrote a big Facebook post about like, hey, sorry you're upset, but real music's made with real instruments like in a garage. That's how it works. Like, Which I disagree with inherently. Yeah. yeah. Like I think that but, he, oh, I think he he's wrong on like his face, but, music, right. but he he was trying to explain that like there are. I'm trying to remember what was it in response it to? It was he had made, he had some, made some statements about um like about how music is made because all of their newest album was recorded analog, right? Um and 
And that was something that was hugely important to him. And I think people perceived it as an attack on people like Skrillex, who ended up yeah. winning like a million awards that right. night. Um, and he had to clarify afterwards. He's like, whether it's, you know, you sitting in your garage with a guitar, or whether it's you like diddling around like with Pro Tools and like yeah. as long as it's made with passion and it's made by you and it's not like art that's made by committee or something oh, that's sure. just kind of like processed and canned. Right. Like it has to be authentic. But see, yeah. that's the thing that I, I, I'm, I don't know if I even agree with that though because it's the thing where like I think that there are like brilliant Justin Bieber songs in the new Justin Bieber record and like I don't think that they're brilliant because Justin Bieber's doing them, right? Like yeah. it's like there's a certain amount of those songs that are probably just delivered to him fully written by, you know, Max Martin or whatever and he is just the performer on the track and there's no disrespect in that. Like that's important. That's a role you have to serve and he's the he's the vehicle from which that song gets born. Right. But like it doesn't mean the song isn't well composed, well written and and meaningful to the person who initially wrote it. So it's just like, yeah, if I was hearing like Max Martin playing piano by himself to like write that song, would it right. be like more pure? Absolutely. Would it yeah. be like more a piece of music? I don't know. I think that that sort of steps on the line of like Art, commerce, and product that is sort of actually the, the central Venn diagram of those three things is where modern popular music is sits yeah, very neatly. Yeah, I think the, the argument holds a lot more water for rock than it does for pop yeah, music. Right. And I don't want to fight with Dave Grohl because I think he's actually like one of the coolest yeah. people ever. And he hung out with me and Sean a long time ago and backstage. And Sean Penn was a dick. Sean Penn was <laughs> not nice to us. <laughs> Mila Kunis Penn. and Dave Grohl, Grohl super yeah. nice. Sean Mila, Penn, Mila Kunis and Dave Oscar Grohl were thief. nice. And Pete Townsend. That dick. day, like, Pete Townsend, really nice to really us. Really nice to us. Nice. Sean Penn, not so much. Not so um, much. Pete Townsend, not a man known for being just nice. It was very surprising. No, it was great. It was really surprising. He was pretty nice after the Who concert in 2008, too, but it was just, like, yeah. not, not expected that he would be, like, <laughs> super friendly. Yeah. Anyway. All right, Drake, hit us with one. Uh, you know what? It's fun time. You know, hit, hit, bow! <laughs> uh, uh, hey, you guys are all super sexist, and all you are naming dudes. I'm going to go with the lady all right. Right? Oh, in your okay. face. That, that's not one you can pick. <laughs> what? That's not one you can pick. I can't pick a lady? Mm-mm. Why is <laughs> Aaron said so? Oh wow! Aaron, yeah. stopped, Aaron and Christine made all these arbitrary rules. Arbitrary rules. I didn't. I didn't yeah, remember man, not this front is a series, woman. This is a series of bear traps. Uh, <laughs> no, Gwen, Gwen Stefani from uh, No Doubt. Yes, yes. absolutely. Nope. Too late. I took it. Uh, Gwen oh. Stefani back from Just a Girl and even the record before Tragic Kingdom, where Ooh. she's just like angry and jumping around. Singing to, about her wisdom teeth. Right when she when she was like 17 <laughs> years old and then maturing into like a an artist who was writing. You know, quieter, more meaningful pop songs about the band member she broke up with, which is super messed up. That's uh, not be comfortable. It's super uncomfortable. How singing "Don't Speak" to Tony Canal, like playing bass eight like feet from looking you. Right right at like, <laughs> yeah, don't tell me because it hurts. Well, no. Yeah. You better not screw up a note. I'm, I'm really glad they didn't give you a microphone, Tony, so you can't tell me anything because it hurts. Just, just play bass and shut up. Uh, but no, she's a great she's a great performer, and even a better performer than a singer a lot of the time. Like I think yeah. she's one of those people who I mean she's a fine yeah. singer. She's but she's not like yep. a vocalist uh, extraordinaire. But no. she's a pretty killer front lady. She jumps around super high energy. That whole band is actually really really fun. And I will still play Sunday morning about once a week, which is oh, my yes. favorite of that song. I wish uh, they would come back. Too. Yeah, they probably will. Tom. I bet they will. Yeah, they will. I, I mean, uh, she's busy like raising four children and like yeah. whatever. Yeah, right. but they're recording. A, I think yeah. it. Were, I, uh, I saw them. Record. I think in maybe '99 and yeah. like had no interest in seeing the show. It was like no doubt in the Black Eyed Peas, um, and I was like, uh, this is just not my style at all. Yeah. But like, I was taking my girlfriend, and I was like trying to be cool. So like, I scammed like passes to get into the front, like in the like the sure. tiny little secluded like approved mosh pit section, yeah. um, and I was like, oh, this is. Whatever, okay. And uh, and Gwen Stefani, like, mid-song, just, like, from a standing position, falls into a push-up and is just, like, doing push-ups up the front of the stage. And I was, like, wow. totally blown away. And yeah. she's, like, singing while she's doing it, like, lays the mic on the floor and is, like, singing into the push-up mic. And I was, like, okay, I'm sold. That's like, like Legends of Curly's gold right, right there. Yeah, yeah. she's crazy. <laughs> it was good stuff. It was hardcore. So I think she's, like, a very much a pop <laughs> derivation of what punk used to be. Like, it's mm-hmm. not. she's not, like... Punk is F, but she is, you know, <laughs> she is, like, bringing that pump, punk aesthetic and energy yeah. to what is essentially pop music. And then when they get into, like, the popular stuff later that's mostly radio, like Hey Baby and those kind of things, I'm, like, yeah. far less interested in that section of their it's career. Kind of bananas. But it's, like, she's, <laughs> she's you know, she's doing her thing. Uh, Terrible. To bring it full circle, <laughs> she's in that documentary about Fishbone, and she said Angelo Moore was a huge influence on her. So there you go. Huh? So, bringing it back around to me. Number two. Number uh, two. Poop. Okay. <laughs> Here's more of a deeper cut. 
maybe not a big conversation piece because I don't know how big fans you guys are. Uh, another person I never got to see can live, you, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, you can be all hipster throughout your entire list of like random people. <laughs> oh, I guess Freddie Mercury was not a hipster choice. It's yeah. Fishbone hipster. People hate. Oh, it's no, I love hipster. Fishbone. Fishbone's just like deep cut. I, I have a different ska band on. Mine. No, because I didn't want to overlap with everybody. Uh huh. So I went with Lux Interior from the Cramps. Wow. Yeah. Madman. Okay. <laughs> a madman. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. He would bite the head off of microphones in the middle of a set. Cut through his lip and everything. Crazy. Yeah, I guess he's a good frontman. That what is I don't like Okay. I said I, don't know. I said there wasn't gonna be a lot of conversation because I don't think he got a lot of I don't think that. that he's iconic enough to rate on your list. I'll put that out there. Uh, I'm fighting you on that. We'll see the rest of your list. Maybe right, maybe next. we'll do the balancing. Mm. Wow. Right. Right. Fish, no. right. Fish does not want any Great. conflict. Yeah. You I... know what conflict is, Fish? Good radio. <laughs> I... <laughs> I do not care for the cramps myself, um, but cannot argue like how important, like he specifically, like the band in, in general, but yeah. how important he was in particular um, to like the rockabilly scene or sure. like the, the punk like rockabilly, like psychabilly, whatever you want to call it, yeah. crossover stuff. Um, like he was singing in a very kind of like tr- more traditional like fifties rockabilly style. Yeah, he would do like an Elvis thing, like kind of cartoon frontman character. Yes, yeah. And like they 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 famously played a show at an insane asylum. Yep, that's wow. actually all on YouTube. And he's indecipherable from the actual crazy people <laughs> roaming around the room. Not a surprise. Yeah. Like so I'm a big fan. Cool. But we'll move on. Alright. Because no one else has anything to say about it. <laughs> Here is going to be my controversial choice. Because this is a person who's not up front. He's just higher than everybody else, uh, height wise, not smoking up. <laughs> but uh and I've seen this band play over a dozen times at this point. Uh Quest Love from The Roots. Okay. Even though Black Thought is out front, and he's rapping, and you have Tuba Gooding Jr. walking around with a big tuba and, and everything. You're watching Quest the entire time, because he, he, he's a band leader, but also there's something very charismatic about And also he can drum like no one's business. So it's like, he, he you sort of, you can sort of tell he's the guy who's running business. <laughs> like Don Henley. Like Don Henley. Yeah. It's definitely the Don Henley. He's the Don the Henley of the roots. He's like he's living in the fast lane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know it's I know I know I could have picked Tuba Gooding Jr. over Quest Love, but no, it's Quest. I'll say it. Because no one else is going to say it. Why are you all staring at him like, yeah, Sean, that's great. Not a front man. Not a front man. Not a front man. No, I'm with John, I'm John on this one. Suck my D. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I, and I love, I love Questlove. No question about my love for Quest. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get it? Because I uh-huh. see what I did there. I see. I see. <laughs> but, but he's not a front man. He doesn't yeah. even talk in between songs. Yes, he does. Not always. I'm saying so like, what, so what, it's not like. Here's what I mean. It's not like in between songs. Black on stage, uh, spotlight on Questlove because he's like the guy. Who is the frontman? Like you know what I mean? Like he's not the continuity. Player. He is kind of though. How would you? How would you label him, <laughs> John? Kind of he is. Kind how of. would you? How would you label him? Is he like the? No, he's definitely the band, band leader, leader, which is what Sean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think Sean worked that in subconsciously because he knows that Questlove is not a frontman. <laughs> I band leader, but not frontman is the distinction. I think John's being a real a hole. <laughs> yeah, no question about and it. And a duh. You know, you know, you know, you know who's a real a hole most of the time? A real frontman. <laughs> but you're the drummer, uh, Matt Bond. Not in this. <laughs> <laughs> he's the drummer. Of the Matt Bond is coming in. <laughs> Right. So who who else fits that bill? Like who else is like the like the spiritual center of the band, but is not the front man? Clarence Clemens, Clarence Phil, Clemens, Phil Collins, Phil Collins, <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> yeah, the boss tones are really interesting in that respect because it is like you mentioned Ben earlier. Yeah. Like Ben is the boss tone. Yeah, but like Joe is like the band general, yep. and Dickie's the front man. Yep. Like they've all got these weird kind of. Different, uh, different overlays. True. Carter Buford and Dave Matthews Band is sort of a little bit more like that. Not as much. I mean, Dave Matthews is very much like the frontman of that band, right? But like, <laughs> uh, but like the, he's like the crazy drummer who's sort of like all the everyone in that band looks like a cartoon character a little bit. <laughs> and so, like, I feel like you kind of look around a little bit more. But you know, Questlove is a, is an inspired choice. I just think it's yeah. 
I think it's like shooting for the wrong. stars and landing amongst the clouds. Like it's not really there. But. <laughs> okay. We just agree to disagree. Wow. But then I mean, <laughs> there we go. We each think each other is horribly wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, so my next pick is actually a frontman in a band. Snap. Um, <laughs> See now, I'm the one doing it aggressively. You're just, pa- <laughs> you're just passive aggressive. <laughs> I mean, I, let's just agree to disagree. I have a controversial choice later. You can make fun of. <laughs> okay. Um, so I might not. Yeah, I'm, you don't uh, have to. I'm calling out. Uh, I'm calling out Morrissey from the Smiths. All right. Yeah. Um, boring choice. But. Yeah, he's a boring frontman. <laughs> um, for oh, for like, I like the longer we go, the more angry hostile we get. Hostile. Well, yeah. we just start off with like, the, like terra firma. Like everyone is on board for Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. stand in one place and, and complain. But he does. Being British is hard. That's why I like him so much better than like I don't. I don't care for Depeche Mode. I don't like The Cure. What? Because you don't like The Cure? I don't like The Cure. That's wrong. How much yeah, of The Cure right. have you listened to though? Uh, enough to know that I don't like it. Even disintegration. Even disintegration. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. Boys don't cry. I like a few singles. Like yeah. Well, that's fine. As long as you like a few fine. singles, you don't have to like everything the Cure ever yeah. did. But no, the Cure but, is important, man. But that, I may add Robert Smith to my to my list right now, just to spite <laughs> you. But but Morrissey was the Tim Burton of rock was so much more so much more theatrical. Uh, like running around with, like bouquets of posies in his yeah. back pocket, and he's a, whipping the microphone around. He's a goddamn around. lunatic. He is a goddamn, lu- <laughs> and I like that in a front man. Like yeah. that is what I need right. to like totally sell me to distract you from the you boring need sad an music. Asexual florist. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Right. Are we still talking about um, front men or just about Aaron's general I mean, social circle? Just what Aaron's general. looking here for here to entertain him. At least he's a front man, Sean. <laughs> but but Morrissey still is like still so unlike anybody else performing. Like he's not the same kind of weird foppish muppet that he used to be. Like he's turned into this. Oh, he totally is. Yeah, that he is totally kind of true. It's just a really specific image. Now he's just really angry and leaves after two he, songs if he doesn't like how people are responding. He's like such a bitter old man, but it makes him funnier. Uh, like but he's when, not trying to be funny. No, That's the funniest no, part. No, he used to be trying to be really funny. Right. And it's like, oh, he's wearing band-aids on his nipples. That's really funny and weird. And now he's like, I cut myself shaving my nipples. But now he's like, 60-year-old dude coming out to a show in a suit. And he did a birthday show a while ago. And he's like, thank you very much, Manchester. You've made a happy man feel very old. And everyone's just kind of like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. Way to bum everyone out, jerk. So good. Uh. All right, fish. Oh. Do something uh, that everyone can agree on. Uh, Michael Hutchins in excess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm keeping my dead lead singer. <laughs> yeah, what's this going? And none of them have died by drug overdose. No, self-autoerotic association is a pretty close second. Drugs, though. Right, he wasn't on drugs, just on terrible life choice. Get a partner, guys. Get a partner with safety. That's all you got. <laughs> <Still> <laughs> elaboration. Uh, okay. What, what what were some of? I don't know anything about him as a front man. Like I know their music, but I don't know any. I haven't really looked at any footage of them live or anything. What was? Um, I think he was underrated. That's why I put him on this list. I thought he deserves the attention. <laughs> he needs you know, this. He, he needs him. this. He does. <laughs> he had a great voice. So, you many, know. so many things I want to say. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just about the thing I referenced earlier. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and he, he was he was a commanding presence. He was more like Morrissey than he was like, uh, you know, someone running around knocking stuff over yeah. on stage. But I saw an interview with Bono who was who loved him, and yeah. he was saying like, "You have the most amazing voice. Like, yeah. why aren't you more cocky and like crazy?" He's like, "I, I don't think I'm that good." And, like, huh. he just didn't have gonna, that. Like, do you guys got a closet? Yeah, <laughs> I like that you're like trend. posthumously trying to bolster his confidence by putting him on the front Like he feels, I feel kind of bad. He's not that excited about himself, so even though he died doing whatever he did. Whatever oh, he did. we all know, jack himself off. We maybe he's like Fish's guardian angel, and he knows, he's cool. <laughs> he knows that he's in the room right now, and he's trying to talk him up, make him feel better. Is that what that noise? Is? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was quite the ladies' man too. He's yeah. pretty legendary. Oh, not that kind of closet. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case people were wondering. Christine, right. bring on the butt rock. <laughs> I don't want to follow that conversation. <laughs> this really has become yeah, one the of spiral of hostility. This really has become one of the I'm enjoying it so much, so much, so much. <laughs> 
Good luck, Christine. Go. All right. Uh, so this one is one that I probably will get in trouble for because most people don't know who I'm talking about. There's a band when I was a teenager in Atlanta called The Marvelous Three. They were one-hit wonder in the rest of the U.S. They had a song called Freak of the Week. Uh, late Freak night. Freak of the Week. Got the no. That's Freak on a Leash. Both by corn that you've imagined into one song. No. Freak on a Leash goes, Freak on a Leash. Yeah. Got the life. That's what song. No, that's that's, that's got songs. the life. Dubstep. <laughs> uh, what was got, what was got, got, uh, the, got a freak? Freak, 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 freak of the Week. week. Wonder Bread. Freak of the week. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, being a teenager in Atlanta, I went and saw this band a bunch of times. Um, and the lead singer, uh, frontman Butch Walker, is easily the single best performer I've ever seen live. And he's touring. He's been going now as like solo artist and then fronting like bands that could arguably be like the mm-hmm. Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band situation. Sure. Like, are they a band? Is he a frontman? Whatever. Um, but even back then when he was running Marvelous 3, it was just an amazing, like, flat-out rock show, like, okay. along, like, Foo Fighters, kind of, just everybody's having a good time, getting the crowd up with the energy, um, so, you should check him out if you don't know That's so That sounds way better than his work in corn. I mean, like, <laughs> I can't believe we've had this Got the Life conversation with you, like, three times now. <laughs> can't tell the songs apart. I'm surprised it doesn't come into every podcast. <laughs> What were you going to say, Pope? So this was a three-piece band. Three was piece he, band. like, in addition to the singer, was he also the guitar player? Yes. That's yeah. Good. I respect that. Yeah, me too. Okay. Drake. Easy choice, but important. I'd say a derivation of Freddie Mercury, but taken to a hard rock extreme, Diamond Dave, David Lee Roth from Van Halen. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, it's, like, not really a, it's, I understand it's the white bread of choices, <laughs> but, like, he is the ep- epitome of, like, crazy asshole front man yes. who only wants attention on him <laughs> yes. yeah. and is barely in the band insofar as he is like trying to get all the ladies ice cream man hot for teacher these are videos that like yeah. speak to Diamond Dave's crazy personality and even now as he's like older doesn't make any sense anymore he's still crazy that way yeah. Yeah. which is like he's born he has lead vocalist syndrome to the extreme yep. yeah. anyway that's my second my second choice and I've never seen Van Halen live but I have had the pleasure of seeing David Lee Roth uh, solo mistake. <laughs> pleasure? Yeah, it was a pleasure. <laughs> Worcester Palladium. Oh. Oh. They, well, they, you started they, it in the right yeah. place. They Feel sold sick. maybe like five tickets. So they sent people to all the colleges in Worcester. There's 13 uh-huh. colleges with just stacks of tickets to give away. And some guy literally gave me 100 tickets. Like, here, bring your friends. Just just come to the show. So we did. And you're like, I don't even have one friend. Yeah, and it was awful. It was amazing. And that's how Pope met his wife. Yep. No. <laughs> My wife is David Lee You're Roth. thinking of Shane Hager. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> your wife does have a magnificent beard. <laughs> and she can go 55. <laughs> right? Sammy Hagar, not on this list. Neither is Gary Sharon from, from Extreme. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, even without his band, he can't give up that front man thing. Really can't. Terrible. Yep. Who's next on your list, Pope? Someone else we've never heard of? Oh, <laughs> here's a topical one. Uh, I got to see Iron Maiden last night. All right. So yeah. I'm going to go with Bruce you Dickinson. Okay. Yeah. Is that where you were last night? Last night, yep. yeah. Okay. Comcast Center. Uh, Bruce Dickinson is incredible. He's probably going to be, I know, it's the same name as the guy from the SNL sketch. Uh, Bruce Dickinson yeah. needs more, more cowbell. cowbell. Different. Oh, Different. I didn't think of that. No. Yeah. Uh, he... Is I don't know how old he is. He's got to be mid-50s at this point. At least. Um, super great shape. Sings like an animal. Like, he can hold a note. He's, he's He does, like, opera albums in his spare time. Um, runs around the stage. And they, they use every inch of the stage. Like, the, the show I saw last night, they have this huge... So, like, the, the band will be down in, in kind of like a bowl. And then there's this huge kind of castle walls around oh, sure. three three sides of the stage. And he spends the entire show running around that whole stage, screaming, hitting all the notes. Wow. Uh, it's it's something to behold. He is uh, 53 years old. There you go. Wow. He also flies the Iron Maiden jet, yep. the certified pilot. Uh, just endless energy, incredible front man. Let me read his Google bio real quick because I think it buries the lead a little bit in terms of what he does for a living. Paul Bruce Dickinson is an English singer, songwriter, airline pilot, fencer, broadcaster, author, screenwriter, actor, and former marketing director. What? 
best known as the lead vocalist of heavy metal band Iron Maiden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, those clauses are both are both equally important. Please put that last one all the way at the end. That's great. He wow. came up with the squeeze the Charmin. Uh, and, uh, he was a great marketing manager. Yikes. He's also 5'6". Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, a little man. Little man. The wee man. You little imp of a man. You couldn't tell it, though. When you see him live, you can. Sings like a giant. He's <laughs> like a little, he's a little imp. Well, I mean, Dio. Sort of Dio esque, exactly. Yeah. Dio esque. Oh, I mean, I mean, like little guys, <laughs> huge voices. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Please hear me. I'm on a way uh, down me? here. Yeah. I'm going to go with one that we don't, probably won't even need to talk about Mick Jagger, Stones. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know Who's it's that? like the most oh, yeah. boring sort of thing. No, but no. Like, a lot of like the crazy stage antics we've been talking about, and even like Freddie Mercury. Got their yep. got their action from watching Mick Jagger oh, prance. Totally. Totally. Freddie Mercury totally got some action from uh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> That's actually probably true. Might yeah. be true. No, I, I would put money on it. <laughs> so, uh, 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 <laughs> so uh, yeah. So I mean, God, there, I there's really guys. nothing to yeah. say. Everybody knows Mick Jagger, and everybody knows he can perform the. I've always said that Freddie Mercury was great, and he had them had him and sang moves like Jagger. Yep. he sang that track moves like Jagger posthumously. Did you know that Freddie wow. Mercury? Yeah, he's in Maroon Five. Wow. He's one of the five. Yeah, he's one of the five. He's, very, he's always, always been known as the old. sixth member of. Yeah. <laughs> he's always been old. Mick Jagger. Always yeah. said, "Oh, you guys are so old in like 1969." Yep. Well, Keith Richards more so. He has yeah. always looked like an old witch. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a witch puppet for Halloween yes. in front yards. Yes. I've always thought he looked kind of like, like an old le- leather book bag. <laughs> A leather book bag? <laughs> That's kind of what his face looks. It's all sort of droopy. He's just, yeah, like a... Scraped up and leathery. Desiccated. Yeah. Just, well, you know, he's been on a healthy diet of <laughs> beer, cigarettes, and heroin for the yeah. past 60 yeah. years. I mean, good for Only him. Good like, he should have been dead 50 years ago. I think he has oh, actually died. Actually, yeah, he's <laughs> made of dust. Good for him. <laughs> good good for he. Just for dust. Him. Aaron. Aaron, hit us. Um, we, we actually only have uh, 15 minutes before yeah, we, we have time. to go for a meeting. We got time. So I have rarely been madder at Pope uh, <laughs> than when he so got flat. to interview oh. uh, Jim Heath from the Reverend Horton Heat. I was going to bring him up. Uh, and I did not. Um, they have been one of my favorite bands for a long time, and he may have been the first person that totally sold me on like a front man um like had listened to a bunch of live albums and stuff and um they were one of the first concerts that i had that i had seen um but he was the first person where like i think you had mentioned earlier pope he's one of those people that makes you feel like he's singing right to Mm. you um he definitely has that weird kind of carnival barker like huckster personality rest of the band is in like jeans and a t-shirt and he comes out in like this huge like beautiful like reverb spaghetti western uh like cowboy suit and uh hair slicked back and it's almost like a like that lounge singer type quality um where he'll talk to people in the crowd like ask where they're from and dedicate songs to specific people in the crowd and it's like hey i don't know that guy but i'm gonna i'm gonna shout this one out to them now thanks for coming (laughs) down uh and like just crazy stage antics like they, uh, they lay the upright bass down on the stage, and he stands on top of it and <laughs> pretends that he's surfing. Um, but it, it's that, like, weird personality, um, like, the, the stuff outside the band that totally nails it for me. When I found out that he is actually, like, an ordained reverend, um, and he performs baptisms uh, behind his house when he does shows uh, at the Trinity River in Texas, like, that's such... A crazy quirk, like the kind of thing that you could only find in like some lunatic frontman for like some weird Texas rockabilly band. Yeah, owes a lot to Lux Interior, I have to say. He does. He definitely does. I'll send you some videos later, Drake. You'll you'll appreciate it. I know who the Reverend Hornet is. No, no, no. My oh, my Lux choice. That you, you named. Oh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> for the cramps. Yeah, yeah. Super high energy, crazy show. Get some potassium in him. Right away. <laughs> if you throw that. potassium and water on him, though, he'll explode because it's that's dangerous. It's Don't dangerous. do that. All right, fish, move along. Right. That was a good choice, Aaron. I like. Thank that. you. Thank you. I was surprised when we met him, just wearing jeans, t-shirt, <laughs> and a bike, a bike, bicycle cap. Yep. yep, very nondescript guy. Nondescript. But you get him up on stage. Descript. Like flipping a switch. Descript. So is it okay if fish goes now? Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> so I'm going with Roxy Music's Brian Ferry. Right. Mm. Okay. Mm. Explain. Give us some deets. Explain. Um, I just like his voice. 
think he's a cool guy. Dresses impeccably. I think he's like the epitome of cool and suave. I like a sharp-dressed front man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's like a sharp-dressed man. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yawn. Uh, this one is one so when I was making my list I started with Freddie Mercury and then put a bunch of people on there that I thought were amazing like frontmen of all time and then thought I wanted to bring in something from the new stuff I love because it's not fair that they've been around long enough but but rock who is it (laughs) Chris Daughtry no No. (laughs) Chris Daughtry he's so lovable he's Um, no, uh, Lizzie Hale from the band Hailstorm. It is... H-A-L-E. Yes. Band that I saw open for Shinedown. Another band that we've had many discussions about. Um, and, uh... Sean is just laughing at my facial expression, which is neutral right now. Go ahead, keep talking. I'm not saying anything. (laughs) It's gonna get worse. Um, so, you know when you show up for a show and you don't know who the opening band is, and you're like, can you just get to the real artist, please? Um, Hailstorm opened the show with the entire band off stage, and Lizzie started singing the opening uh, part of their song. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those immediate, like, that is a voice that I need to pay attention to That's cool. kind of moments. Like, she, it was really ballsy of, like, an opening band that no one's ever heard of to start in such a dramatic way. Yeah. Like, come, get on with the show. You've got 20 minutes to play. And I thought, like, that instantly caught everybody's attention. I have never seen a crowd turn so fast in favor of a band. That's awesome. Which, by the end of the show, their merch girl, like, could not bring the CDs around fast enough, which, like, this is, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago, people were still, buy, like, buying actual physical yes. CDs from them. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have any um, singles? And so I've seen them a bunch more times since then, and she just, like, <laughs> I... <laughs> Every time I see them, it's just she reminds me of like a Joan Jett, Pat Benatar kind of okay. personality. Um, the whole band is really good, but she definitely has that front woman. Like she commands the stage. Even though you said um, Joan Jett wouldn't count as a front woman, and so, even though her name is in the name of the band, to be she's fair, in the Runaways. <laughs> that's what I said. I mm-hmm. would not have picked her for the Runaways and the Black. No. Yeah, but that—that's uh, the back to the semantics of like Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band thing. But she could just as as easily have been just Joan Jett, but it was Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I know. Could have just been in the Blackhearts. Anyway, that's a good choice. <laughs> I like your choice. Yeah. yeah. Not Joan Jett, but yeah. the, the yes. actual <laughs> choice you made. Good choice and descriptive defense of it. That was nice. Oh, <laughs> we have to defend our choices? <laughs> Did, have here you been here last time? If you're getting challenged, a uh, duh. All right, Drake. Uh, actual band played their instruments, uh, not for his solo career. Michael Jackson from the Jackson 5. Youngest front man we could have on this list. Okay. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know Tito, Jackie, Jermaine, and Marlon. You know them, and you know the spin moves for all of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, Michael Jackson's, like, little ad-libs when they're recording, and his, like, presence as a cute little kid, and then obviously he goes on to be amazing. But uh, Michael Jackson with Jackson 5, uh, great front man in the history of music. Bubblegum, bubblegum music. It's on my list. Well, not go. anymore, because now I took it. <laughs> wow. Snatched. Snipe. Yep. Pope, who you got? All right, um, lightning round. Wait, are we doing the? Is this the last that last round? Yeah, no. well, it's, it's three. No, we have we two gotta, rounds. We gotta get good to it. We meeting. have to go faster. But we so, have two rounds left. Again, it's gonna be the semantics, but I think without this person, you wouldn't have a lot of the front people who came after, mm-hmm. especially Prince. If I, if we are gonna do that later, right. uh, Little Richard. Uh, I've been on a big kick lately of yeah. like looking up old footage of him. He's unbelievable. Insane. Yeah. 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 Uh, he always had a band behind him. Well, and I, the name of the band is always Little Richard. Little Richard. I yeah, I don't know but, if I can allow it. I don't have it. a problem with it. But he was a, a front man. Like, everyone, sure. like, Prince takes so much from him, like, visually, in his front He's a front style. man in, categ- in categorization, I'm not sure. Or, sorry, he's a front man in performance. I'm not sure he's a front man in categorization of, like, front men versus right. solo artists. Yeah. But, sure. Yeah. I just think a great choice for performance. important. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, for me... I'm going to go with uh, MC Bat Commander from the Aquabats. <laughs> he puts on a great show. It's super high energy. When they finally got around to making a children's television show, he was the lead. <laughs> he also created Yo Gabba Gabba. Um, Do you think we could shorten the podcast up if we just took all of Sean's segments out? <laughs> wow. Would that tighten the show up a little wow. bit? Wow. 
Wow. I don't need to take this. <laughs> <laughs> You're singing the hardest part to get out of in the yeah, entire yeah. podcast. You're, You're trapped on the couch. Yeah. yeah. That's a good choice. I'm on the couch. I'm, I'm on, on the couch. couch. <laughs> I'm on the couch. All right, Aaron. Um, so ride. mentioned earlier that I deliberately went out of my way to not include uh, hardcore bands. You decided um, to change your mind? No, no. the the one The one exception that I uh, that I made was Jello Biafra from the oh, Dead. Yes. 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 Okay. Good pick. Definitely. Um, because like a lot of a lot of like punk and hardcore bands just have like guys like, and you could almost slot in random other guy yelling into the spot. Yeah. Um, and and it doesn't really matter, but like no like the dead Kennedys could not be the dead Kennedys yeah. without Jello Biafra, even even if they nobody can try to be just the lyric like just the, the style of singing. Yeah, nobody no can nobody like, could just like that. the the most like I like frontmen that are confrontational, um, that are like challenging to the audience. Um, and like that's something that like whether he was on or off the stage like always always had going for him like ran for mayor of San Francisco like hugely outspoken politically like just like a just an unbelievable mouthpiece like he is he is kind of like my ideal hardcore frontman yeah still to this day does like college lectures around the country yep. Hannah yeah. went to one when she was in college she stayed for like an hour she's like this is awesome the hour's supposed to be up but he's still going I'm gonna go get dinner they left, got dinner, and came back, and he had, he's still going. Yep. Wow. He uh, he came to talk at Emerson, and I watched the first two hours, and they said, okay, now it's intermission. <laughs> Jesus. He has a lot to say. He Yeah. He's just outspoken. Yeah. Yep. Damn. McGill. Prince. All right. Got to okay. put him out there. I don't have a problem. I mean, I'm all about it. I didn't put him on my I'm, list because I thought we weren't allowed to. So, like, I'm fine. I'm glad the fish is doing it wrong in the rules. right way. <laughs> like yeah. Michael Hodges. Whether it's the... Uh, I wasn't even on that email. Screw rules. Or the new power generation. I think he's... Yeah, or the family. The best. Yeah. 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 I was watching I, that You said the family? Right? I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. No, I didn't say the family. Okay, That's a good addition. Um, I was watching the DVD of Sign of the Times, that concert. Oh, so yep. good. That makes that album even cooler. Yeah. Like there a, is a video that we have passed around the group a lot. I think it was a ro- la- the Rock and Roll Hall, Hall of Fame uh, concert, and they're doing While My Guitar Gently Weeps. There's like a bunch of celebrities, and he comes out of nowhere, rips crazy solo, and then when he's done, and it's just the way they shot the video, but <laughs> when he's done with his solo, he throws it off and into the air, and it just... It just disappears. Like, <laughs> yeah. You don't see someone grab it. You don't see it like fall to the ground. It just flies off the screen, and like you it never had see to be it on again. wires. Yeah. Like it just disappears. As if it just flew away on its own. <laughs> this is a man who's such take, a fr- was good. What's that? No, I was gonna say, he's such a front man that he literally has three movies where he is the star, just playing basically himself yeah. in weird scenarios. Yeah. Like, Do whatever he wants. Yeah. 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 Amazing. I have had the pleasure of seeing him live. It's Unreal. amazing. Unreal. It's so cool. I just bought us ten more minutes, by the way. Really. I mean, we should still wrap up right. soonish, but we don't have to worry about leaving in two minutes. Wrap but yeah, Prince, I had him on my like my alts list too, just because yeah. like okay. it's Prince. Ugh. And Christine is taller than Prince. Wow! Yeah, segue. Yeah, I'm it. I'm not taller than many people. <laughs> <laughs> Prince and Dio. That is interesting, though. A lot of short front yeah. 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 Really yeah. short front yeah. Napoleon complex. Mm-hmm. Small yeah. man, big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Gross. A duh. A duh. So. I am not the biggest fan of this band in the world, but I went and saw, uh, oddly enough, I took my mom to see Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Scott wow, Weiland is a madman. Yeah. Like, yeah. He entered the stage on roller skates. <laughs> yeah. uh, he is bonkers. Stayed on the, <laughs> Wait, you went because your mom wanted to see Stone mom, Temple Your mom has wow. the best taste in music. Wow. I love she does. Mom. I know. Yeah. Mom loves Stone Temple Pilots. Um, so, yeah, I took mom to see Stone Temple Pilots, and they he came out on roller skates, and then, uh, like, you... He was constantly all over the stage, um, ended the stage, naked, wrapped in an American flag, or yep. ended the show, rather, naked, wrapped in an American wow. flag. Wow. I was like, I, and everything in between was just as crazy. And that's the story of Rock and Roll Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to guess yours. Shaggy Too Dope. Oh, no, not it. I almost came in and deliberately would like split up duos. Like Paul is my favorite. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Paul Simon is my favorite frontman. <laughs> so clearly, I will give you somebody who. Well, I'll tell you who who inspired this choice to actually come up because it wasn't the same person, but someone who is actually a frontman to the detriment of her band, which is uh, 
So I initially had on my list, and I still, in my back of my mind, kind of want it, but I have two other choices, which was Beyonce Knowles from Destiny's Child, mm-hmm. because right. it was very clear, like, it's a group, but, like, it was, no. No. it was managed by her dad. They would run on treadmills and treadmills and treadmills. sing, yeah. treadmills, treadmills, and sing, like, crazy, and she became, you know, a superstar, yeah. and everyone else in the band's doing fine, but she's Beyonce Knowles. Oh, yeah. uh, but instead, it made me think about, like, other acts that she's worked with, and I realized, I think that Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Mac is actually oh. a humongous frontman yes. personality. Yes. Sometimes the detriment of her band, which is yes. namely like yep. she has some of the best songs in Fleetwood Mac, but it's like supposed to be a collective of like five yeah. or six very like equal personalities and man, all you can pay attention to is like Stevie Nicks and or Lindsey Buckingham hating Stevie Nicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Stevie Nicks gets on that list I think because she is the showman, she's the crazy witch, uh, and yeah. I actually also, I love the songs that she sings, but she... Uh, yeah, man, she yeah, is she's a distraction. The definition of like a yeah, like a seventies crazy yeah frontman. Three or four people singing, but all you really can think about is like Stevie Nicks and if she's casting a spell on you. That is yeah. a good choice. I always I assume wish yes. I had Stevie Nicks. <laughs> always assume yes. Uh, yes to spell. Pope, your, Pope. Your, last what's choice, your, Pope. What do you got, Pope? Round it out. Someone I have gotten to see many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the just the ugliest people. <laughs> I know. I know where this is going. Do you? Yeah. Uh, Shane McGowan of the Pogues. Oh, Pogues. okay. Yeah. Didn't know. Uh, I thought you were talking about Lemmy. Yeah, I thought it was Lemmy as well. He's also a great frontman. I yeah. hope someone else has him. No. No, Shane McGowan, uh, just like he's spent the last 35 years drunk. Like, it's 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 a sad, <laughs> sad life, yet he writes... If you look like that, you'd be drunk right. too. He writes really good he songs about it. He writes beautiful lyrics, like... like some people in Ireland consider him like one of the better Irish poets of the 20th century. Yeah. Like, yeah. He writes beautiful lyrics, one of my favorite bands. Um, I have seen them a bunch in the last decade, which is not their prime. And, you know, sort of starting in the earlier shows I'd seen, someone would literally have to walk him out, yeah. stand him up at the mic. And, like, he's gradually gotten healthier each year. He has teeth now. Wow. He has famously had a mouthful of rotten teeth and recently Ugh. got uh, uh, dentures. Yeah. Good for him. Um, which have already started rotting. Probably. What? Oh, the new ones? The yes. new ones, yeah. Probably, yes. Yeah, almost certainly. Um, but yeah, personal fave. I am going to go with uh, Screaming Jay Hawkins. Oh, for, yeah. Put a spell on you. Another, I know another we could prototype. argue that he is a solo act, but when that song was written, it wasn't a solo act. He wrote that with uh, somebody else's band, and he was just their singer for the for the recording, but they all got drunk. And then he just started screaming the song. It was supposed to be a slow love ballad. Um, and then the next morning they listened to it. They were like, wow, that's really good. And he had to relearn the whole song about with all the grunts and everything. Amazing. And he put on, puts on an amazing show, gets out of a coffin, has a has a, um, a little skull on a stick yep. that he has uh, named Harry. And basically, I, Kurt and I were talking about this earlier. If um, it... It, every time Alice Cooper put on a show in the early 70s, he should have sent a check to Screaming Jay Hawkins and been like, "Yeah, there you go. Uh, that's for choreographing what I just did. Speaking of Alice Cooper, I got to see him open for Iron Maiden last night, and that was a delight. Wow. He still does all the crazy theatrics. He cut anyone's head off in the He geek chopped thing? off, got his head chopped off. Perfect. He impaled a, a paparazzi guy taking photos of him. Love it. It was good. I uh, I got to listen to Sean describe Screaming Jay Hawkins earlier today in the pit. Really? Uh, I walked through it. He was describing it to, I guess he was talking to Sherry, who sits across from him. But uh, she was working while she was listening. And so it just looked like Sean was just yelling into a crowd of people (laughs) who could not not be bothered to care less. He had as many as 75 children before he died. And also, he was captured in World War II in the Pacific uh, area. And supposedly when he was released, uh, when they they, yeah. they opened up the, the camp he was in, he found the guy who was his chief tormentor, stuck a grenade in his mouth, taped it over, pulled the pin, and ran away. Yeah, so this Screaming is... Screaming Jay Hawkins is crazy. Yeah. So this crazy is the story I walked in the middle of, and everyone else is like, type, 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 type. <laughs> and, like, and I'm like, this you is don't hilarious. Even, you don't even know about Screaming Jay Hawkins. Let's tell you about it. And I'm like, who is asking about Screaming Jay Hawkins? <laughs> Yikes. Anyway, yeah. right, trick or treats, round it out. All right. Round um, third, come on. Little, little known band uh, called The Who. Good, uh, I'm glad. Roger Daltrey. Don't know. Nice. Um, he, the first time I had seen The Who was when we saw him uh, for the RB2 uh, launch party at yeah. E3. Um, and he was still, like, more energetic than bands I've seen with frontmen half his age. 
just whipping the microphone around, smashing tambourines. I think he went through three sets of tambourines mm-hmm. for that show. Um, and All just while like, sipping tea. Like, yeah. did not <laughs> miss a beat and was, like, so warm and, like, grandfatherly. Yeah. Like, just really cool personality, uh, but then still able to just, like, <clears throat> absolutely cut loose. Yep. I agree. Glad you covered it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Pete Townsend, I think, could arguably, you could make the argument for him uh, being a co-frontman of that band, having written all the songs. He's, you know, I think he's the band leader and Roger Daltrey yes. is the frontman. Yeah, I think yeah. he would say that too. But I think, like, just like, I think very much out it. there with the crazy, the, the windmills, yeah. jumping all over yep. the stage. But I think it's along the lines of, like, oh, Jimmy Page has, like, some blonde guy singing his band. I guess I'll get a blonde guy to sing in my band. Yes. Yep. Actually, I, think I didn't. I didn't learn this until today. Forever. Um, no, uh, today uh, is ten. The ten year anniversary of um, Pete Entwistle's death. Oh, John right. Entwistle. John Entwistle. Excuse me. Um, and uh, and he like was the initial frontman when they were the High Numbers, uh, and then they recruited Daltrey and made him dye his hair black <laughs> so that people wouldn't confuse Hent Whistle and Daltrey. Wait, it can't be the 10-year anniversary of his death. That yeah. is, that's not right. Yeah. yeah. I, found I saw them, today. like, a week after, and, like, the Pete opened with a joke. No, I saw him then, too, but we both worked together when that happened. No, no it was, that was it in was, 2002. Was, yeah. Who am I thinking of? 10-year anniversary? Uh, you, uh, All right, no let's move on. Yeah, it was 19... Two or 2002. Yeah, yeah, that seems wrong. A long time ago. Comcast Center. Confused. <laughs> so I picked one lady for my list, and I went with Ronnie Spector of the Ronettes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Thought she was like a the epitome of like a female front. Yeah. Yeah. Great wall of sound artist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Collaborated with Phil Spector. Which couldn't have been easy. Nope. <laughs> Sounded pretty rough. Not a lot of people get out of that one alive. Weird. He totally died in 2002. Yeah, and... Yep. I think they were a big influence on the Beatles too, like all those yeah. British bands coming out in the sixties. Beatles might the have covered a Ronette song. They did. Yeah, I feel like they did. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, great, great choice, Christine. So for my last one, I'm going with uh, Brad Delp from Boston. Yes. Mm. Not so much traditional like crazy antics frontman guy, but as good as that band was. It's, would not be the same without him. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, as soon as those powerful vocals start, like, you're hooked. Yep. Truth. All right, Truth. close this out, Drake. Uh, despite the fact that everything on stage is dragging your attention in opposite directions, his sheer enthusiasm uh, manages to carry the band forward. Uh, Paul Stanley of Kiss. Oh, Paul Stanley yeah. of Kiss playing guitar, playing rhythm guitar, and like Gene Simmons is like the demon with the tongue, and there's a cat on drums, and oh my gosh, Ace is a spaceman. But like, man, Paul Stanley is just rock and f and roll, and he wants you to sing along, and he's got a hilarious voice, hilarious accent, and a hilarious like affectation, like just very. He wants you to rock. Yep. Like he's very much like what that like glam is to me. So. And I had David Bowie on my list, but I cut him because you said no solo artists, yep. and I couldn't really contextualize him in a band yeah. other than Queen, but I think that Spiders from Mars. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's Ziggy. <laughs> anyway, so that's my list. Great. That was a great list. Give us your list, guys. Post your list. I'm talking to you, listener of the podcast. Put up a list. Listers. Listers. What, hey, uh, where where can they do that? Are we going to have a thread on the forums or comments? Yeah, let's start a thread on the forums. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Before we go, next week's DLC for Rock Band. All over the place this week. It's three singles. All-American Rejects, Gonzo. No one in the room knows about it, Pope. Move on. Mud, <laughs> mud Veins, Happy? Yeah, Question mark? Whatever. It's got a pro guitar and bass upgrade. And Rise Against, Satellite. Cool. I like Rise Against just fine. I like Satellites. <laughs> so Not my favorite week. They're how we get po- podcasts to you. <laughs> yeah, by satellite. I'm excited we finally have mud vein. Yeah, right. Imagine having mud in your vein. Just think about that. Oh, it'd be really uncomfortable. Dirty. That name grosses me I don't me like out. it. All right, uh, we got to go. <laughs> Drake doesn't care. I don't care about that deal. Uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye.